Why choose a Sleep Number smart bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number smart bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 smart bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number special edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. And welcome to the Parentologist Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kim. The Parentologist Podcast is a show about everything parenting with a therapeutic twist. I have a doctor in psychology and am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a registered play therapist, university professor, writer, and mom of two. Each episode of the Parentologist Podcast focuses on a variety of topics related to parenting, family, children, and mental health. I'm glad you're here. On today's episode, we have Brianna Cox, the founder of Body by Brie, who is a friend of mine, and she is a certified personal trainer for over 11 years, specializing in pre- and postnatal fitness. She is a certified nutrition specialist and a certified meditation and mindfulness coach, which I love, that she focuses on body wellness, movement, mind, nutrition, all for women. She has a supplement line that includes organic, clean supplements that are safe even during pregnancy. And she currently is the host of her own podcast that was in the top seven trending Apple podcast in 2020, which I was fortunate to be on recently. Bree, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I I just feel so honored. <laughs> oh well, I'm 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 so glad to talk to you again. Um, I feel like you're just such a wealth of knowledge, and I just I love that you're a mom, and I love that you have your own business and such a successful business at that, and that you just can help so many women. Um, you know talk about, you know, just an overall wellness for their lives, which, you know, I have a passion for too. So, um, so let's go ahead and get started. I know we have, I have a lot of questions I want to ask you and pick your brain about. Um, but my first question is why is movement so important and what are some ways that we can keep our body moving throughout the day? So I think as moms naturally, we get movement because we're like cleaning the house, running after toddlers, making meals, doing laundry. Like our movement is, is usually pretty good during the day. Um, but for me, I think it's not just about the movement aspect of working out. I think it's about clearing your brain, like Mm. getting those endorphins and having that time. That's just for you. Even if it's 30 minutes a day, It's more taking the time to be like, okay, I'm doing something for me right now and I'm clearing my brain and I'm getting my endorphins in and I'm going to feel so much better after and, you know, putting those little like bits of trust in your account that I'm, you know, I'm becoming more confident. I'm keeping promises to myself. I'm working on my goals to better myself and it feels good. That's what I think it's about because I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, it's great to move. Right. That's the deeper – like it's not just about movement. It's about what that movement means for your life. And so, yeah, like the mental break, um, the endorphin release, working on like doing a habit that's going to get you to your goal. It all feels so good and it's so empowering and that's what it's all about. 
Yeah, I I have to agree with you. I like that. And I know I've been struggling with that. And I know for me, like putting something into my daily routine to actually make it habitual is hard for me. And maybe it's hard for other listeners, um, you know, that are, are, are taking this in right now. You know, just the fact of how to become motivated and how to stay motivated. I feel like for me personally, I just feel so tired all the time. And I have a to-do list, you know, the size of Mount Everest. And I know that's that's my own doing. You know, I know I need to change those those things in my life. Um, but what are some some ways that you suggest moms to um to start making their wellness uh you know into a daily routine to make it habitual? So The first thing that comes to mind is that most of my clients, when they first come to me, they struggle with the all or nothing mentality. Um, Because a lot of us, like, if we can't do it really well, we don't want to try because it feels overwhelming. So I would say small, I don't know if you've ever read the book Atomic Habits, but I am obsessed with it because it's like small little goals that are easy to achieve, that make you feel confident about yourself, um, that's where you want to start. So like I wouldn't set the goal to wake up at 5.30 every morning, work out six days a week after I had a baby. That's just not realistic. I need my sleep at that point. Like I'm still trying to survive. So an, an acceptable goal would maybe be like, you know, three days a week after I lay the baby down, I do 30 minutes of an at-home workout, you know, or, um, I try to hit my protein numbers, like make it something that's doable that you can build confidence with yourself because most people, most women will set these really big goals and then they just, they, it's like, you can't be consistent at it. And then it makes you feel bad about yourself. And that's what we were trying to avoid is help you feel successful. So, I would say little habits that you can do each day that are realistic and you, I don't know if you've heard of habit layering. Sorry, I'm also a behavioral change coach. So this is like right up my alley. I love that. (laughs) If you do habit layering where you, you put, tack a habit onto something you already do every day. So like, let's say you want to learn to floss. You would say every day after I brush my teeth, I'll floss because you always brush your teeth, right? Right. So that's why I say like, okay, every day after my baby's morning nap, I do a 30-minute workout right after I lay her down. Like that's your new habit. So you tack it onto something you already do. And then that cues your brain, okay, this is my new habit. Yeah. I like that. And I feel like, like you said, like taking those baby steps is very um, achievable. Um, even for myself, I can feel like, or adding it on to something else I'm already doing every day um, seems doable, you know, and right. setting yourself up for success and starting, you know, on a lower level and then working yourself up um, to maybe working out every day or whatever the case is, I think is definitely more achievable, um, you know, at least for myself and maybe for others out there that are listening, like I said. So I love right. that advice. And I think it's honestly, the why behind your reasoning for doing it. Like that's what it's all about. So is it that you want to feel like yourself again, or is it that you want to have more energy for your kids or, you know, whatever that is, like, I think it's important that you have that visual in your mind so that you do make it a priority or else it's just going to be another thing on your to-do list. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. Yes. And there's definitely times that I've gotten into a really good habit and, you know, and then all of a sudden something changes, you know, and then I have to kind of 
reshift and, you know, uh, mentally, you know, emotionally, physically, et cetera. Um, but once I'm in that habit, I, I know what a difference it can make in my life, um, which is, I, you know, something I'm sure you are very familiar with in your line of work, but, um, mm-hmm. but I love the way it feels. So what I'd like to know is if there's a day that I can't go to the gym, that I want to maybe exercise from home and maybe I don't have a lot of equipment or any equipment, what are some kind of maybe quick or easy exercises, um, stretches, things like that, that you can suggest to moms to do at home, you know, throughout their day, you know, um, that if they don't have any equipment or can't get to the gym? Um, what, <clears throat> what I, what I like to tell my clients is I like to do supersets. So I don't know if this is like too specific, but I love to do, or even like a Tabata style where you set a timer, um, maybe it's 30 minutes or, and then you like do intervals. So you pick an exercise to do for 45 seconds. When the timer goes off, you have a 15 second break and then you go back and then you go to your next exercise is 45 seconds. 15 second break and it keeps it fun and exciting, but it also keeps your heart rate up the whole time. And if you don't have a lot of time, those are kind of fun workouts just to like keep you going, you know, and um, push and you push as hard as you can in those 45 seconds. And then you're burning a lot more calories. Um, if you, my favorite though, cause I'm not about just burning calories. I'm about building the muscle Mm-hmm. So if you can add a set of dumbbells to whatever you're doing, like a squat or an overhead press or a lunge, you'll get way more benefit and a lot faster results from adding weight. Yeah. Yeah. So that, okay. So, sorry, I'm getting really motivated. You're talking and I like want to go run out to the gym right now or like <laughs> start exercising while we're talking, but right? okay. So what is your, speaking of that and adding, you know, kind of a weight element in that, what are, you, what, are your, what are your thoughts or feelings in your experience with cardio versus weight training? Should we be doing both? Um, is that something, should we trade off every other day? Or what are your thoughts about that? So I'm all about the weights. Like cardio is, is great for your cardiovascular. And like, yes, it's, it's great. But if you just do cardio, you'll just be a smaller version of what you already are. So if you want to actually sculpt your body and change your body, you have to lift weights. That's the only way to do it. And the more muscle that you have in your body or on your body, then the faster your metabolism is, the more calories you burn at rest, and the leaner you're going to look. So have you heard of the term like skinny fat? Yes. That's from doing just cardio and not lifting. And Mm. so- that's why you have to have a good lifting regimen and not be scared to go heavy. Like the girls that are have that like lean look, um, that's because they're lifting. But also a lot of moms, like they're not going for that. They just want to feel their best and look good. And it's honestly like your results will will be way faster if you add lifting into your routine. So Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I, 
<laughs> it's something like I said that's been on my mind for a long time. But you know, you get so many messages out there um, about what you should do and you know how you should do it and things like that. And like you said, for my for speaking for myself, and I know you mentioned some of your clients are like this too. That you just you know want to have energy, you want to be healthy, and, and you want to feel good. You know, it's not about a number that to me it's not a number that's on a scale. I'm not trying to you know reach for something as specific as that. It's me you know, feeling good about myself, knowing that I'm doing something good for my body, you know, and that's kind of my, my main goal for myself, you know? Yeah. Um, So, but let's, let's shift gears a little bit because now I'm, I'm really excited to keep digging deeper. So we talked about movement. We've talked about, you know, some things we can do to keep our body moving throughout the day. Like you said, as moms, we're pretty much moving all day, every day anyway, but, um, you know, incorporating weights into our workouts and things like that. But let's talk about food. I know you have a nutrition, uh, you know, background, obviously, and that's some, one of your um, part of your expertise. But when it comes to food, I feel like we do hear all sorts of messages about different fad diets, you know, keto and you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what are your thoughts about those, and what kind of food should we be consuming, you know, throughout the day? Um. Yes. So. I'm personally against anything that is extreme. And I feel that whenever you cut out a major food group like carbs, it's not healthy. And it's you can't sustain it. And when you go back to eating carbs, your body doesn't actually know how to process the carbs anymore. So you'll gain the weight back and you'll probably gain more than what you had before. And very fast. And it's just not... It's just not healthy. Just don't right. do it. <laughs> don't do right. keto. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and intermittent fasting, uh, this also is what like makes the all or nothing mentality way worse is when we go into extremes. And it, it makes our yo-yo dieting way worse and like the binge trend because you're restricting too much. So some people swear by intermittent fasting and they love it. And I'm always like, do what works for you. But it's not magic. Like if you're eating 1500 calories a day or you're intermittent fasting and eating 1500 calories a day, you're not going to burn more fat just because you're intermittent fasting. Right. It's not as, it's not anything, you know, magic. And so some people are like, well, I'm intermittent fasting and I'm not seeing results. But then during their eating windows, they're eating, you know, 2,600 calories, right? You're not, you're still not in a deficit. So that's the, that's, and some people like intermittent fasting because they like to have bigger meals during the day. So like they love it. But for me, I work out so hard that I get lightheaded if I don't eat, like Mm -hmm. I need my strength. And if you're going to build muscle and you want, and you want to have that lean look, you have to lift your heaviest. And if you're starving and you're lightheaded, you can't do that. So Right. I always look at like the end goal, you know, like what, what is that going to serve you? So I don't love intermittent fasting for me. Some people love it, but I yeah. just, and even when people like, um, some people do feel better not eating grains, but like, even when you start going paleo and you're like, no gluten, no grains, no sugar, no dairy, no, like when you start doing that, that's when it's not sustainable. And so that's why I personally love macros because it's sustainable. And you have to be, you can, you can do it for life. You know, whether you're measuring what you're eating or not, you have a good grasp on, okay, I need this much protein for my body, this much carbs and this much fat, and you can eyeball it, you know, and it's a lifestyle. It's not, 
it is not going to be something that you, you know, and you're not white knuckling it. Like it's enjoyable. You can fit frozen yogurt in there. You can fit bread. You can fit, you know, a cookie and then, and you're not a failure. And because you're not a failure, you feel good about yourself and you keep going and you don't feel deprived. And so that's what I'm all about. And I teach my clients like eat as nutrient dense as possible, obviously, Um, get your vegetables in and get your whole foods in. But life is short. Like I literally eat frozen yogurt probably twice a week. (laughs) I love it. Great, That's amazing. (laughs) And whenever you have the stigma around, I can't eat that, what does it do? It makes you want to eat it. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and then it makes you want to binge on it. And then you have a bad relationship with food. And so my whole training philosophy is like helping you have a healthy relationship with food where you don't have guilt when you eat it. You don't feel the need to binge because it's so restricted. You don't feel obsessive about what you're going to eat next because you're starving. All of those things are wins in my book. Right. Right. And I, I, I have to agree. And I did something years ago. Um, it's called the South Beach Diet. <laughs> and I was, it was for a specific purpose. And I did get down to a specific weight that I was, I was, you know, looking for. And then as soon as I was done, I did it for maybe six weeks or so. And then as soon as I was done, I started eating my normal diet again. And my body has never been the same since. And this was probably like 15 years ago or something. So, um, you know, for me personally, and I don't know if you, if you have any thoughts on this for me, you know, um, I, I've, I've heard, you know, again, you can confirm this, that, you know, eating kind of small meals throughout the day, you know, snacking, you know, really finding that moderation between let's say carbohydrates and proteins and vegetables and fruits and whatnot, um, and finding that moderation and having those small meals is really good for your metabolism and it, it helps you have that kind of more healthier relationship with food than like you said, jumping on a, a fad diet train and, you know, and then your body just flip-flopping back and forth. Is that, is that true? Am I doing it right? (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. And I think whenever, like I said, I'm all about the mindset. And whenever you say, instead of focusing on what you need to cut out or restrict, focus on what you can add. So for me, I'm always like, oh, get as many vegetables as possible. How can I get more fiber in my diet? So I feel, feel good. How can I you know, get more probiotics in my foods. How can I, you know, so that's what I'm looking at. Like, oh, I I would love more energy. So that means if I want more energy, I need to get more micronutrients in my um, diet, which will come from vegetables and fruits and fiber. So I'm going to add that in, or I'm going to add in a workout. So I feel more energized. So things adding instead of taking away is a lot more positive way to look at it. Yeah, I, I love that, and I, I I like the positivity about it, you know, um, and just just the overall um, mentality, like you said. I know you focus on kind of an overall wellness, um, you know, whether it's you know um, you know doing something good for your body, eating healthy, you know, practicing mindfulness or some type of meditation. I know you do a lot of you know um, yoga and stretching and things like that, and I think you know there is that mentality of you know to to kind of incorporate a little bit of everything in that, you know, to have like a whole wellness approach. Would you agree with that? It's kind of a combination of all of those things. Oh, 100%. That's what helps keep it, keep you consistent and makes it a lifestyle. And right. I feel like, cause whenever you just focus on the scale, that's what will screw you up. Like 
Right. If you're not focusing on all your daily mental wins, your confidence, your relationship with food, how you view your body, all of that is way more important than the scale. And yeah. so that's what I have my clients focus on. Yeah, I love that. And I know we're not going to go into detail about it today per se, but I know I want to tell everyone that you have a lot of information, especially on Instagram, on tracking macros. Um, you know, talk, you have some great reels, by the way. I love watching oh. your reels. <laughs> but they're so true. Like I, I watch them. I'm like, oh, yep, she has a great point there, you know. Um, so if they if anyone listening wants more information on that or wants to watch those, you, you have just, a, you know, a very precise way to get the information and education across. Um, but in a non-judgmental way, maybe even sometimes in a fun way. Um, you know, so anyway, I just want to let people know that, that they can go there for more information. Oh, thanks. Um, But I want to, um, real quick, I want to just go back on something you had just said as well about, um, probiotics. And I know gut health is obviously very, very important. And, um, you know, whether we do, um, I know you have your own supplement line, but whether it's a protein powder, maybe a pre-workout probiotics and incorporating those things in, but I want to focus on the word energy. (laughs) So I don't know if you can kind of talk about all of that. But like I said, as a mom and probably other moms out there listening, um, getting that energy is a real struggle. And I feel like there's, for me, I'll speak for myself, you know, I know I'm so tired. I'm like, I can't go to the gym today or I can't even work out. Like I'm so exhausted. But then once I actually go to the gym or actually once I work out, then I have so much more energy. And it's that catch 22 that if I just go... I'm yeah. going to be better off, right? <laughs> 100%. Yes. So how do you, how do you, maybe, maybe it is a pre-workout. I don't know if you believe in those or what your thoughts are on those, or maybe again, I know eating right and, you know, eating a balanced diet does help with some of that energy, but what do you suggest for, for moms that want to get a little more energy to actually get to the gym to get those results? So the energy thing is hard because it can come from like lack of sleep. It just, depending on your season of life, like I remember I felt endlessly tired just because I had a six month old, you know, and you just don't get good sleep. So that's going to be a constant challenge. But I will say like it, you'd be shocked how much your diet plays a role into your energy Mm. and not just your diet, but your gut health. And I am a big proponent of gut health and it is your second brain. Your gut is. So if you feel fatigued, brain fog, bloated, um, your digestion is off. If you have skin issues like rashes or eczema or bumps on your skin or acne, or, um, if you're sick all the time, all of that is connected to your gut and Mm. it's so important. And so, um, if you have a good, well, okay. First, identify if you have any of those symptoms. And for me, after I had my baby, I had my baby. And I don't know if you know this, but they give you antibiotics when you have a baby. Um, And so it kills all of your gut bacteria. Whenever you have a round of antibiotics, it kills everything in your gut, which sucks for you because then the bad bacteria multiplies and grows. And you can actually get this really big swollen belly because your body doesn't have any of the healthy bacteria to help you digest your food. So then you are not absorbing your food. And when you're not absorbing your food, then you don't have the energy from your food. So you could be eating 
For example, I was eating all these vegetables. I was getting eating, doing everything right, but my gut health was off, so I wasn't absorbing any of it. Hmm. So wow. Yeah. So I had a round of antibiotics when I had my baby. Then I got really, really sick. I had a kidney infection, and I had to have antibiotics again, which it takes about six months. It can take if you don't do it correctly. You can speed this up if you're good with your gut health, but it can take up to six months to a year to fully replenish your gut bacteria after you've taken one round of antibiotics. Wow. So it is so harmful for you. And so like sometimes doctors, doctors will just prescribe like, oh, you have a sinus infection. Here's an antibiotic. I'm always like, no, Right. My body will fight it off. I'm not taking an antibiotic unless I have to, you know? So like um, for the kidney infection, I had to. It was bad. So then that wiped it out again. <laughs> then yep. I had surgery and I had to do antibiotics for that. Wiped it out again. So this last year, my poor body, like I looked pregnant because wow. for like a full year because it was just so bad. But what helped the most is if you, um, I did whole 30, which I'm not about like, oh, do this 30 day cut or whatever. But the reason why I actually do love whole 30 is because it resets your gut. So Hmm. it gives your gut a break from like, um, the things that are really hard on it, like, uh, the simple sugars and the refined carbs and the artificial sweeteners and the f- artificial colors and flavors and everything that's really hard that damages your gut, um, you take out for a month and let it repair and heal. Hmm. And that's why I like it is because it, it's logical. You know, like you let your body heal and then you slowly reintroduce foods again and you can most likely tolerate them better than you did before. But the nice thing is you start realizing how you react once you start bringing those foods back in. Like, oh, actually, when I eat dairy, I get really bad headaches. I didn't know that's where it was coming from, you know? Oh, I'm noticing, like, when I eat wheat, my stomach hurts really bad and gets bloated. Like, my body doesn't really like that. Or So you just start noticing how your body reacts to things, and that's what I like. I'm all about body um, intuition and and really getting in tune with your specific body. So anyway, that was a very long story short. No, I love it. Um, about your gut and how important it is. And things that you can do to help repair your gut are is you need to do a good probiotic, which not all probiotics are created equal. And that's why I created one is just because most probiotics die before it even gets to your gut health because they're oh. not um, processed correctly. They're not. It's not nano-encapsulated. Um, and then it also has to be herbally optimized so that they have something to feed on once they do get to your gut so that they can multiply and make more strains. And most probiotics don't have that. And so hmm. they die before they even get to your gut lining. Um, so a good probiotic and then digestive enzymes. And that's another supplement that I have um, that will help your food break down. It's not going to irritate your gut. Um, so that you can actually absorb your food. So when I take my digestive enzymes and other clients take them, they can't believe how much energy they have because it's helping to aid in your food absorption. So instead of taking a pre-workout, instead of taking caffeine or green tea or whatever, actually absorb your food and get your energy from your food. Wow. 
I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm tempted to literally go on your website right now and just order some before this podcast is even oh, over. I'll with. send you, I'll send you, I call it the gut health bundle. And I also have like a 17 page PDF to help yeah. you like learn about your gut health and things you can do. Anyway, I'll send it to you. You'll love it. But your gut health is everything, like everything. And so that's also something that I kind of, I don't want to say get frustrated about, but in the macro world, people are always trying to find the lowest macro foods. Mm -hmm. And usually when they do that, it's filled with artificial sweeteners and colors and chemicals, and that will kill everything in your gut. And so I'm always warning against that because I'm like, you don't want to do that. You're hurting yourself. Like better just to eat the whole cottage cheese or it's better to eat the whole food instead of trying to get like the watered down version of it that they've taken out the healthy fats and put in chemicals, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sorry. That was a lot. No, I love it. I'm learning so much. I know everyone listening is learning too. I'm, you know, cause like I said, for me, I I know, I know it's my gut health. I'm not, I don't take a probra, um, uh, um, uh, prebiotic or, you know, anything right now. Like I, I literally, or probiotic, I, I literally just, I don't, I mean, I take some supplements, you know, but I don't take that specifically. Um, and my energy levels are, are very low and I do have kind of like that bloated kind of feeling, you know, a lot and, um, you know, being tired and I know that, um, will make a huge difference. So I'm definitely taking your advice on that. I'm going to start taking your probiotics and your supplements because I, I, I need that. Like my body, I know just will be healthier because of it. So, um, no, everything that you mentioned, I'm just, I was soaking it all in. So thank you. Um, okay. So I know we've talked a lot about movement and exercise, you know, mac- macros and eating healthy and probiotics and whatnot. Um, but I'd love to just touch on the holistic approach to health and wellness uh, as a therapist. Obviously that's very uh, prominent for me and the clients I work with of uh, incorporating some type of mindfulness exercises in their daily life, whether it's quiet time or meditation or anything like that. Um, what do you normally recommend to your clients um, when it comes to just that, you know, that last, that last kind of piece to having overall wellness in their lives? Yeah. So I personally feel like that's what kind of sets me apart is that I focus so much on that. I'm actually a mindfulness meditation coach as well. Wow. I love it. Yeah. And I, um, that's what takes people to the next level. Like that's what makes it mean something. And so in my challenges each week, we do a different focus for my client. So one week might be, you know, focusing on the all or nothing mentality. The next week will be like body image and how we're dealing with body image. Then the week after will be like how to set uh, realistic goals and expectations. And, you know, so I'm always trying to help um, build my clients up mentally and physically. Right. um, My like motto is, fitness should be physical, emotional, and mental. And so we're working on your health from all angles. And I think whenever moms take a second, like for example, I'm really big on meditation. Whenever moms take a second to sit down and just be quiet with their thoughts, they open a whole new world to themselves. And they have time to like see their full potential and write down what they actually want in life and be proud of their accomplishments. And so I'm always trying to help, help women see that side, you know, like it's not about the six pack. 
It's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not, it's not even about how you look. That's a bonus, I think. The bonus is that once you are, like, once you work out to be strong or for the endorphins or to feel good about yourself, the body will come. Like, the results will come. But it's not your driver. And and it's not a big enough motivation to keep you going when it gets hard, like, to have a six-pack, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And I'm big on meditation, obviously mindfulness, you know, again, with my, with my clients and finding, finding that mental emotional component, I think really, um, like you said, ties it in together, you know, really well. Um, and it is, it's, it's, it's all of this is, is a combination of things, which is why I, you know, love your work and, and what you do with your clients. Now, speaking of that, you have a retreat coming up next month in Southern California. Will you tell us more about that? Yeah. Um, I actually have one before, I think it's the week before it's September 9th in park city okay. um, in park city, Utah. And it's there. And then I have on the 19th of September is, um, the Laguna retreat and it's called the renew retreats. And I actually do it with my mom and she's a certified cranial sacral therapist. Oh, wow. And so she does a lot of the emotional side. Like she, um, is a, really amazing gifted therapist and healer. And so she does the emotional side and then I do the physical side. And then together we both do the mental and, um, it's just finding, you know, your highest and best self. And it's amazing. We go, we teach them how to connect to their higher self. We teach them about, you know, obviously macros and working out, but then also like how to change your story and how to move past emotional and mental blocks. And it's this really cool. It's like a three day boot camp basically to renew yourself and, and just take a step back. It's hard when you're a mom and you feel like you never have time for yourself and you never just have a break to like, who am I? Like, what is my purpose? What do I actually want? Like, you know, why am I doing these same self-sabotaging patterns in my life? Like, let me figure that out. You know, we don't ever just take the exactly. time to do that. And so that's what this, the Renew Retreat's about. And it's really fun. Like we do, we go on hikes and we do meditations on the beach and like, it's so fun too. And it's really cute because like our last one we did in Zion's, um, the girls all started a text thread and they all still are like best friends. Oh, I love it. Really fun. Yeah. So it's fun. You make new friendships and all of that. But um, we're, we're figuring out if we're still going to do the Laguna one because of the whole COVID situation. Um, We don't know if we're going to lock down again. That's the rumor. So we're kind of waiting to see if everything is good. Um, It's September 19th. So, okay. And if not, I'm sure you'll postpone it, right? Like it'll it'll be postponed. And if not, like come to the Park City one because Utah is way more open than California. And so um, we're for sure keeping the Park City one because they're not going to shut down. So that's, yeah, that's incredible. And I did see pictures from your last retreat and it looked incredible. There was just such a big group of women, you know, uh, moms that, like you said, I, I, I could, I could tell how much they were getting out of it as far as, you know, friendship, the emotional, mental, physical balance, um, you know, doing, doing yoga and, you know, all the things that you did with those incredible views in the background. It just, it looked amazing. So where can people sign up for that? Um, so renew retreat, well, renew-retreats.com. They can sign up there and maybe put the link in for them and then the show notes. Perfect. Yeah. That's where they would sign up. And the park city one still has a couple more spots available. So 
Okay, wonderful. Well, this this episode will air before that, so we'll definitely try and get um, those spots filled. I'm sure after hearing this, I'm sure there'll be lots of motivated moms to want to do that. Like you said, to just have three days that's really just focused on them, I think is just an incredible experience and a pretty priceless one, um, if you ask me as, as a mom and a therapist as well. So, um, okay, well, thank you so much, Brie. Where can people find you for more information online? Um, if they want, my Instagram is Body by Brie Fitness, or my website is bodybybrie.com, or my mm-hmm. podcast is Better Me with Body by Brie. I love it. I love it. Um, well, thank you so, so much. Again, you just have, I mean, you're just, uh, gosh, you have so much um, expertise and you have such great advice. And um, I, I love following you on Instagram. I love getting just, you know, those daily messages in that encouragement and motivation that I know I get from your from your um, posts. And um, yeah, it just, I, I love what you do and you're so inspiring. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us today. I can't wait to have you back for more. Make sure to subscribe to the Parentologist Podcast so you don't miss an episode. And make sure to tell your friends. This podcast is not intended to be a replacement for therapy. If you or someone you know is in crisis, please call 911.